Jack, once again, Uncle Jack, to some of you, we're here with the first edition of our podcast, and we're just going to be talking a little bit. I'm just going to be talk, right? So, what are we going to talk about today? Um, today, I want to talk about, um, so, I had this friend a long time ago, and uh, he had this girlfriend at the time, and this relationship was crazy I mean crazy crazy not like crazy like <laughs> like oh she cut up my shirt crazy no I'm talking crazy like they got in a fight sometime and she just whirls around with a, with a pair of scissors and stabs this guy in the eye I know right stabs him right in the eye and you start to think to yourselves like what what could possibly aggravate you enough about somebody that you're supposed to love that you would stab them in the eye what would make you stab someone in the eye um that argument couldn't have been it right it couldn't have been just this moment where uh you know tensions are raising and all of that and just in the heat of the moment i look at this person that i love and i just take a pair of scissors and stab them in the eye like i know that in law there are things like uh, temporary insanity and stuff like that um but i just wonder to myself how could you love someone um and stab them in the eye you hear you know stories all the time about people that you know stab their partners to death and like the stabs are, cr- are crazy the stabbings are crazy it's not like oh stabbed you once oh my god i mean stabbing somebody 40 50 60 times that's crazy right i don't know but it got me thinking about something right you know what would make a couple that's otherwise so in love um get to a point in the heat of a moment where somebody physically assaults the other person I mean, verbal assault is bad enough, but physical assault is on a whole other level. You're supposed to love this person. You're supposed to have feelings for this person. This person is supposed to be, you know, somebody who makes your heart flutter and makes you weak. At least at some point in time, you had butterflies in your stomach when you thought about this person or when this person was around. So what changes? What happens when all of a sudden you go from that to stabbing this person in the eye um he survived by the way um he's blind in one eye but he survived oh and last i heard they were still together so um uh yeah (laughs) i'm thinking about it myself i'm like what how are you still together um she stabbed you in the eye you know but maybe it's one of those things like who else is gonna take me now you know i don't know But thinking about it, I I just kept wondering about it. And then I started thinking about my past relationships and past engagements um, with people, friends, and so on and so forth. And how when a relationship ends, um, all of a sudden, you're in this place where all you remember are the negative things. All you think about are all the bad things. All you think are all the negative things. You're not thinking about all the great moments that you had, all the good times you shared. Um, Maybe the thoughts of them are too painful. I don't know. But all we fixate on are the negative things. And let's look at the numbers here, right? So let's say I dated somebody for, I don't know, just keep in moderate, let's say six months. 
So I'm with this person for six months. Week one, we're getting to know each other and we're trying to connect with each other. You know, best foot forward and all of that. You're going out to dinner. You know, you're going to the movies, you're going to the park, you know, week two, you're a little bit more comfortable around each other. But, you know, a little bit of holding hands and touching, you know, casually here and there uh, and so on and so forth. And you progress that way until maybe eventually you get to a point um, where you're intimate with this person. You know, so I was thinking about, you know, these opposing ends of how we get into these relationships with people. And how we're trying to build um, intimacy with ourselves. We're getting to know each other. And we have all these great moments of laughter and joy. Somebody cracks a joke. Somebody tickles the other person. Some They watch TV together and have a great time. And that's, you know, creating memories. And, you know, maybe somebody cuts a fart accidentally while they're asleep and the other person is like, oh my God, you tooted. Like, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. I don't fart. Women don't fart. Girls do not fart. Ladies do not fart. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, hear that all the time. Or women fart roses. <laughs> Roses, uh, decomposing roses, maybe. <laughs> anyway, so people get to know each other and they get to talk to each other and they get to share with each other and become comfortable in each other's spaces. They start to meet each other's friends and family, begin to kind of encroach into each other's circles and kind of build a new identity around themselves while the relationship is building and it's a great thing an absolutely beautiful thing until something happens and then the relationship ends and when it ends all you hear all you think about are all the bad things that happened he cheated on me she cheated on me she was insulting um, she insulted my mother um, he hit me. Um, she can't do anything right. She doesn't do anything right. He is completely useless. He lied to me. She deceived me. And all these negative things. And that's all we focus on. All those negative things that happened. And, and usually, really, within a few days or a few weeks. Um, and so all of a sudden... You have this um, relationship that's been going on for, oh, I don't know, let's say six months, nine months at this point. And within a matter of minutes or hours or maybe even a couple of days, that's it. It's all gone. Everything's over. And all the memories that were built, all the memories that were shared are relegated to the background. And all we're doing is focusing entirely and exclusively on the negative. Why is that? Why do we do that? Why is it that we so easily negate all the positives? Look, I'm not saying that in a relationship setting, um, when it ends, it ends. If it ends, it ends. If you agree to go your separate ways, if you decide that the relationship doesn't work for both of you or somebody did something that's unforgivable, that's, that's fair enough. If you're hurt, you're hurt. Somebody hurt you, they hurt you. Granted. But does that hurt negate every good thing that preceded that point. If you think about it, numbers, it was eight weeks 
and six and a half days of, or sorry, eight months, um, three weeks and six and a half days of everything being great and building great positive memories for the most part. And then a few hours where you discover something or you find something out or something happens and then it's all gone. And the entire focus from that point on becomes about those moments leading right up to the relationship ending. All of a sudden, eight months and three weeks and six days of great times and memories and beautiful things become um, three hours of bitterness and anger and yelling and screaming and shouting at each other and the fights and all the negatives and all the bad things that happened. Am I saying that those moments are undeserving? No, not even remotely close. Hurt is real. If you hurt, you're hurt. If you're in pain, you're in pain. Um, It is what it is, right? But does that mean that everything that preceded that point, the bulk of your relationship never happened? Does that mean that it doesn't deserve a story or, or a place in your story? Does it mean that it wasn't worth anything, you know? The things you discovered about yourself in those moments, the things that you found out that you loved or you liked, the traits that you found out that you were attracted to or not attracted to, um, the things that made you feel good, that made you feel euphoric, the things you discovered about yourself. Is that all negated in the moment, in just an instant, in the snap of a finger? Is that all gone because you were hurt? You see, our focus sometimes on that last few moments of a bad situ- of a of a situation that was otherwise good until it wasn't becomes our entire focal point. And those moments that we decide to latch onto and hold onto are the moments that break us. They don't build us; they break us. Because the only thing that comes out of those moments, those negative moments that we choose to hold on to that cause us to split or to separate from things that we prior to loved, the hurt that we feel and our choice to focus on just that hurt and all those things that led up to that hurt and to focus only on that, it just feeds the anger and the bitterness. And if we're honest with ourselves... The reason that we focus on all the negatives about the people and the things in those situations that led us to split, um, the reason we focus on that is because maybe on the one hand we're afraid that if we give even an inch of thought to how good things used to be, it would just hurt too much to remember how great things were and how it ended and that it's no longer there. Or maybe if we give an inch of thought to how good things were, Um, we might end up feeling vulnerable again and feeling like maybe we should give it another shot and, and we don't want to do that. Maybe the reason that we hold on to that hurt and that pain is because it's easier to blame someone else when those feelings occur, when that hurt comes, than it is to look at ourselves and say, hey, you in the mirror, You had a role to play in this. Don't forget. You were hurt. You didn't deserve that. 
Somebody hurt you. You didn't deserve that. Somebody was mean to you. You didn't deserve that. Somebody lied to you. You did not deserve that. Somebody cheated on you. You did not deserve that. But you were there. You were present. You made a choice to allow that person in. And you made a series of choices along the way, every step and every day, for eight months, three weeks, and six hours, six and a half hours, to allow that person to be close, to open up to that person, to be vulnerable with that person, to be intimate with that person, to allow that person to be a part of you. And this is the thing. Those people that we allowed in may have deceived us to get in, but we made a choice to allow them in based on the information we had available. And if you will forgive yourself for the choices that you make, if you will acknowledge first that you had a role to play in being hurt, because if you hadn't allowed them in, then you wouldn't be hurt. If you acknowledge that you made choices as well. You weren't just a passenger on that journey. You were a participant in that journey. And even though you were deceived, even though you were lied to, even though you were cheated, and even though you deserved none of that that was done to you, you still had a role to play. And because you had a role to play, you need to forgive yourself. You need to forgive yourself for the role that you have to play. And I found with a lot of people that I've coached and people that I've counseled and people that I've spoken to, and even in my own life, I have found that that is one of the hardest things to do. First of all, admitting that we had a role to play. But secondly, being able to forgive ourselves. Because the one thing that is infinitely easier for us to do Politicians do it all the time. Bosses in the office do it all the time. You look for a fall guy. You point a finger at somebody and you say, that is the reason why this did not work out. That is the reason why I'm in pain. That is the reason why I failed. That is the reason why things are not working. That is the reason why everything got so messed up. And the truth of the matter is, people who continue to do that have trouble growing and developing beyond where they are because real internal growth comes when we're able to look within ourselves and we're able to say hey let me look at this objectively beyond the hurt beyond the pain beyond the bitterness and the anger that is just crippling I made choices too I allowed myself to be in the situation I don't deserve what happened to me but I chose to be there until I didn't. And if we'll be really honest with ourselves, if I could be real, even more real than I've been so far, but if I could be real for just one more moment too, if we'll be honest with ourselves, the only reason we stayed in those relationships of those situations as long as we did is because there was value in it for us. The only reason you stayed every time he did something or every time she did something, or every time they did something, the only reason you stayed is because they still met a need that you had. Because if they didn't, the moment they had done something that rubbed you the wrong way, you would have walked away. 
And that's the honest truth. Nothing ever happens just once in terms of a relationship context. And everybody's like, whoa, no, 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 no. Usually there's a sign, there's a warm up, there's a build up. There are other things that might have happened. And you look at it and you make excuses for it. Oh, no, no, no. He, he, she, she, no, she's, she's very, no, she just had a bad day. That's why she was rude. I mean, she's, she's usually not rude. She's a fantastic girl. Like, uh, look, I know that she doesn't have any drive. I know that she doesn't want to do anything with her life. She's not really trying to educate herself or develop herself. But gosh, man, look at that body, though. Ooh, man. Any number of things that we could put up as excuses. Any number of reasons that we give ourselves to stay. All the things that we see as valuable are the reasons why we stay. And if we're honest with ourselves, that moment where everything came to an end was just a cap being put on whatever had been happening that we had been justifying because we still saw value in that situation. There was still value to be in that situation, even if that value was just having a sense of security, even if that value was just not being lonely, that value was having somebody to talk to every day. Or the value was having somebody to go watch movies with or somebody to go eat meals with or somebody who was paying your bills or somebody who was having sex with you or somebody that was taking care of your kids. Whatever the value was, was important enough to keep making excuses for every toxic trait or every negative thing that you saw within that relationship until it wasn't. So when we make excuses in these situations, it's because we're still seeing value for being in those situations. We still still see value by before being with those people. And the moment we don't see enough value in that relationship, then it comes to an end. And the moment that happens, we have a hard time looking at ourselves in the mirror and saying, hey, you had a role to play with this. You are responsible in part for this happening you need to forgive yourself so you can move on so you don't hold on to just the negative things that happened and how the relationship ended you can start to build and thrive on how you had great experiences and you can fill in the blanks of your life and your story with beautiful experiences and beautiful relationships and moments that you had with people and the things that you learned about yourselves and the things that you learned about other people and you can actually develop something about yourself build on that towards your next relationship in a healthy way but denying that the good happened Ignoring the fact that the good was ever there is to ignore everything that was good about you as well within that time frame. And that's just not healthy. So, what did I say all of this to say? Um, I think fundamentally it speaks to a larger purpose, which is that we need to own our shit. We need to own up to the roles that we play in our in the negative experiences that we find ourselves in and we need to forgive ourselves so that we can move on and we need to also acknowledge that those relationships were not all bad in fact the majority of the relationship was good until it wasn't and that is worth remembering 
that is part of our life. It's part of our story. We can't fill all of our life stories with all only negative experiences and negative relationships. We need to focus as well on the positives because in those positives we grew. In those positives we discovered things about ourselves and we learned things about ourselves. And there were good things and there were good memories. And we shouldn't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Just doesn't make any sense. If we are able to do that, if we're able to forgive ourselves, if we're able to remember the good in those situations, then we can heal better and truer. And we will not carry the baggage of the things that were done to us and the situations we allowed ourselves to be in in the past. We won't carry all of that excess luggage into our future relationships. Anyway, so... Um, tune in next time for the next podcast episode of Talk to Jack. But we're going to talk about things that are real. My objective here um, is to open up our minds to think about things in more real, more sustainable ways. No bullshit, no sugarcoating anything, no trying to gimmick anything out of you or gimmick your, my way into your screens or into your, your eardrums or anything. Nah, it's just real talk. And anybody who knows me knows that I'm always about the real talk. So um, tune in next time for the second episode of our podcast. This might be the first. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, tune in and listen to me as I descend into madness. Until then, everyone, take care. Have a great day, week, month, year, whatever it is. Just be great. And as always, be inspired. Oh. Oh.